Continuing our learning in Siman Reish Vav, the halachot of a hefsek in brachot and other such times where the bracha and the eating of the food have to be distanced. So, you got a cup of tea, everything's fine, you didn't drop the cup, you get ready to drink the cup, but you taste it a little bit, and it doesn't have any sugar, and you're the type of person who needs sugar in his tea, that without the sugar, you're not going to... Um, Drink it. And now you put sugar in it. So now does it need a separate bracha or not? So the Yochut says, writes, Why? Because does it need a separate bracha? Is it now considered to be something new? Meaning it's just like an apple that I could not eat. It disappeared. And now I did something to it to make it better. Meaning, are we treating this like two different types of foods? The first food, the tea without sugar, was completely inedible. I made a bracha on something that was inedible, and therefore it's like making a bracha on a piece of wood. You made a bracha of shakol on a piece of wood. It doesn't count. You now have to make a bracha on a cup of tea. Or do we say, no, the sugar in the tea is just adding a little bit of an element to it. It's not changing it from a cup of tea. Here it goes, We call Sometimes you'll sip tea without sugar. If there's no sugar around, would you drink it? Then of course now it should um, work. But if you're sitting around and someone brought you a cup of tea and you say, oh, when you're about to drink it, then the person who served it realizes, oh, I gave you the wrong cup of tea, let me switch it out and give you another cup. So now I never had in mind to make a bracha on that second cup. I'm going to drink one cup of tea. I never had in mind that my bracha should work, should be chal on more than just that one cup. And therefore that would certainly require a second, a second bracha in that circumstance. Similar idea. You made a bracha and now it got gross. It got messed in dirt. So now, okay, what do you do? It's edible. In theory, it's just gross. So there's a prohibition to eat things that are yucky. What's yucky? Not for now. But that's a prohibition only midrabanan. But on the other hand, if I if I if I don't eat some food, the bracha would be a bracha lavatala, which would be according to Shukhan Rukhani Sir Daraita. Therefore, I'm 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 stuck between the rock and the hard place. Either violate Isur Durabanan and eat it, or violate Isur Daraita and don't eat it. So given the option, I should violate Isur Durabanan. And therefore, some poskim say, you should taste it. So at least it won't be in Isur Brachel Vatala de Oraita. And he writes, calls him chasidut. That's an exceptional behavior. It's not you can't force you to eat something that's gross. The whole point of it being gross is you can't eat it. And since you cannot eat it, it's not considered to be a Brachel Vatala. You tried your best. You made that Bracha on something, yes, and a Hanami. If you only intended to eat that one apple and that was fallen, you can't eat Eating a second apple would require a second bracha. Nonetheless, that bracha was chal, and onus rachmanapatri, what are you going to do? That apple is no longer edible. Have a wonderful day.